There is a theme already being set by God, that's for sure today. And I believe that God is here to give hope to the hopeless. Uh, I really do, no matter what's going on in your life. And I hope the little bit that I have to say, whipped with faith, that you'll be stirred uh, this morning to stand and stand strong, that your anchor now is not you. Your anchor is not your ability to know the Word of God and trust the Word of God. Your anchor is the Son of the living God. Just remember that. Uh, Adam, I'm going to ask you to go before the Lord for this service. And as you do, I want you to include a man. We don't know his name. He's had a stroke and he's in Riverside. Okay, just pray for the soul. I really hope that you tune yourself into the things of God here this morning because I believe God is here to give you some relief. Um, even the songs, the music minister, that, that last song was also powerful. Everything just fit uh, according to what I believe the Spirit of God wants to do this morning. In fact, I mean, I didn't know what they were going to sing. Uh, the, the title of my message is Impossible. 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 Things that are impossible in your lives right now. Staring at you, things that are impossible that you could see coming, things that are impossible that are screaming at you, and we're going to see what God does. Matthew 19 says this, Then said Jesus unto his disciples, Verily I say unto you, that a rich man shall hardly enter into the kingdom of heaven. And again I say unto you, It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. When his disciples heard it, they were exceedingly amazed, saying, Who then can be saved? And the main text we want to zero in on. But Jesus beheld them and said unto them, With you, with your ideas, with your abilities, this is absolutely impossible. It is beyond you, beyond your talent, beyond your intellect, beyond your finances, beyond your strength. With you, this is impossible. But God is saying to you and I this morning, but if you inject God, if you inject the power of God and the things of God into your life, all things are possible, the Word of God says to you. Are you hearing this? And one of the main things that you must do in order to inject the things of God into your life is to obey Him. And God says, with you, you're right. It's hopeless. It's impossible. But with me, all things are possible. That's awesome scripture for you this morning. Now this word impossible, in case you're kind of not getting it, this word impossible means absolutely powerless. You are powerless. You can't do it. You're unable. Unable to get it done. It is absolutely hopeless. Hopelessness is screaming at you this morning in various parts of your life. Acts 27 says, And we being exceedingly tossed with a tempest, the next day they lightened the ship. You remember what's going on the storm here that won't quit? And these sailors, seasoned sailors who rode out many a storm, are saying, we've now lightened the ship. And the third day, we cast out with our own hands the tackling of the ship. And whether and when neither sun nor stars in many days appeared. A lot of you have been going many days without hope, without sun, and without stars. 
I just told someone not that long ago, I know the storm seems to rage. And lots of times when, when Ruth and I pray, we look up and the, and the clouds are thick and ominous and you can't see it, but you know up beyond those clouds that the stars are still there and they're still bright. God still does His things, although storms do come in at times. Many of you taking plane rides, going up through the rain, dreary, dark day, like a typical Ohio day. And if you get up above the clouds, there it is. The sun is awesome. Bright and shiny, crisp and blue. And so God is saying to you today, that which is impossible with you is absolutely possible with me. But as they lighten the ship and you've done everything possible to do, it goes, and all hope that we should be saved was taken away. You ever have that? This is like your last little gleaming shred of hope all of a sudden comes. It's snatched away and taken away. All hope is gone. Actually, I think uh, this is where we find a lot of ourselves at times in a lot of different areas and realms of life. And in fact, I believe some of you are living there right now, this morning. Job 7, he says, yeah, let me tell you what I think. Job says, my days are swifter than a weaver's shuttle and are spent without hope. Without hope. No one to help, no plan, no new administration, no nothing without hope, he says. Ezekiel 37, 11 says, Then he said unto the Son of Man, These bones are the whole house of Israel. Behold, they say, these bones speak. Your bones ever speak? Our bones are dry. Our hope is lost. And we are cut off for all our parts. And that's at times what you seem like you can get into. At times it seems as if nothing Nothing is ever going to be all right. No matter how hard we try, no matter what we do, it just seems like all hope has totally been taken away. And it is. It happens to us a lot. Whether it's an addiction, whether it's finances, whether it's your job, whether it's just you, emotional, mental, the whole ball of wax. Isaiah says, let me tell you what I think. The new wine mourneth, the vine languisheth, and all the merry-hearted do <sighs> sigh. You gotta lay the foundation before you bring the good news. Are you alright? You're alright. This is the good news. The gospel is the good news. But hey, let's lay it on the line. This is what, this is what we end up in. This is what we do without God. We get ourselves in situations in impossible places. All these things are absolutely impossible with man. But these things are absolutely possible with God. And I hope that you step out on this. Now look at the rest of his Ezekiel. He, then he said unto me, Son of man, these bones are whole. The whole house of Israel. Behold, they say, our bones are dried, our hope is lost, and we are cut off. Verse 12 says, therefore, which means because of everything you just read in 11, because of this, prophesy and say unto them, Thus saith the Lord God. Now that's what I'm doing this morning. I'm prophesying on behalf of God. I'm prophesying the Word of God to you this morning. What is impossible with you is absolutely possible with your God. 
And so as God tells Elijah or Ezekiel to prophesy, thus saith the Lord God, behold, all my people, I will open up your graves and cause you to come up out of your graves and bring you unto the land of Israel. He says, and you shall know that I am the Lord when I have opened your graves, O my people, and brought you up out of your graves, and you shall put my, and, and shall put my spirit in you, and you shall live, and I shall place you in your own land, and then, then shall you know that I am the Lord, and that I have spoken this and performed it, saith the Lord. Amen. Hopeless places can be an awesome place. An absolutely unbelievable place because it's only in those places where you find God. Like you've never found Him before. Because a lot of times, somehow, I don't know what happens to us, I think we're all chemically imbalanced. Because when we come through some hard times, some tough situation, a lot of times we take the credit for it. Whew. Pulled us out of that one. Or if a job comes up, or a layoff comes, and they just missed you, or whatever it is, and not even realizing that God has all input in your life. Everything that happens is from Almighty God. Now look, today, this morning, we're going to inject Almighty God in our situation. This morning, you're going to have to take a step of faith when we call for it to come down here and stand before Almighty God saying, I am in one big impossible situation. In fact, maybe you'll bring yourself and say, God, this is what's impossible. Me. I am absolutely impossible. And look at the cross. I mean, it, it kind of looks like a big syringe, does it not? Can you see God's big thumb up on the top where the crowns are? And he's going to plunge that thing into your situation. We're going to inject God into our situation through prayer, through praise, through worship. We're going to just stand before God, not gimmicks, not funny junk. We're just going to stand before Him and say, God, this is impossible. I need you to move. No matter how long it takes, you don't go, God, I need you to move. And then, well, it didn't happen. No matter how long it takes, we just sang a song, I walk by. And so God's going to see and test us maybe in certain areas. But look at the Word of God. Look at it for real, not just as soon as I start reading, your little head starts bobbing. I know that I read that. I taught that on myself. I'm making better points on it than you make. Seriously, it's what we do when you've been in the way so long. You understand? You're in the way when you get like that. Luke 8, 43 says, Now a woman having a flow of blood 12 years. How long's your impossible situation been? 12 years who had spent all her livelihood on physicians and could not be healed by any. I mean, bless God for physicians, but there comes a point in time it's impossible with them. This woman was in a desperate condition. I don't think we understand. Her bleeding made her ceremonially, socially unclean. Unclean, you understand? No one could be around her. It was the Levitical law. An issue of blood, you were unclean. And so this lady lived a life of, for 12 years of totally alone and rejected by mankind. The church, the people of God, everything. Rejected, despondent, desperate, totally impossible. Go to the physician, here's all my money, still no hope. She wasn't allowed to take part in any 
of the worship service. As if she was coming here now. And the, and the ushers, who, the uh, Levites at that time, would say, I'm sorry, you're not allowed in. You're unclean. That's the way it was. You can look at it in the Levitical laws. Can you imagine how lonely and rejected this woman must have felt? Despair and agony, totally alone for 12 years plus broke sick. She came from behind and touched the border of his garment and immediately her flow of blood stopped, it says. And Jesus said, who touched me? Now you know in this story, throngs are touching him all over. So throngs of you, the whole church could come up and fill up this altar area, but who's really going to touch him? Who's just coming because everybody else is coming? Or who's just coming because that's what they do at this church? But who's coming to really touch God? To really say, God, I need you to understand, Lord, I need you, I need you. <clears throat> so Jesus said, who touched me? And all denied it. Peter and those who... uh with him said, Master, the multitude strong and press you, and you say, who touched you? They didn't even understand it. But Jesus said, somebody touched me, for I perceived power going out from me. Now when the woman saw that she was not hidden, she came trembling and falling down before him. She declared to him in the presence of all people, you can't be a gutless person when it comes to wanting something from God. Get out of that pew! And come and see God and weep and cry if you must to get a hold of God. Don't worry about your makeup or your manlyhood. Get a hold of God. That's what she did. We're too proud and too arrogant and too foolish. This woman laid it all down. She came trembling, falling down before him. She declared to him in the presence of all the people the reason she had touched him. She told him all, I'm unclean, I'm bleeding. How embarrassing it must have been for her. She was healed immediately. And he said to her, daughter, be of good cheer. Your faith has made you well. You have faith this morning to be made well. In that situation, that's just bleeding and sucking the life out of you. Whatever it is. Now we can just move on a little bit more. It says in John, after this, there was a feast of the Jews. And Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is at Jerusalem by the sheep market a pool, which is called the Hebrew tongue Bethesda, having five porches. And these lay a great multitude of impotent folk, blind, halt, weathered, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel would go down at certain seasons into the pool and trouble the water. Whosoever then first, after the troubling of the water, stepped in was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. A certain man was there, which had an infirmity, 38 Years. How long you've been struggling with something? How long that hard-headed husband of yours? How long will them children run? How long of that habit? How long of that you situation you're in? Here's one, 38 years. Surely this is too long, right? Surely it has to be. This is like in concrete now. Or cement, like you say out here. <laughs> the cement pool. Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been now a long time in that case. And he said unto him, Will thou be made whole? I mean, what did a guy look like? Like 38 years never being able to move his parts. All shriveled up, lifeless. What 
had to be horrible for 38 years. Jesus simply said unto him, Arise, get up, take up thy bed and walk. And immediately the man was made whole, took up his bed and walked. We, we live and build our homes and run our life in the room of impossible. Even after God's injected into your life through being born again, we still say, it's impossible. It's impossible. Now look, I'm going to say something. You could all run to the press if you want to. I don't care. We had a miracle last week. We had a profound miracle. And if you're going, huh, what are you talking about? You need taken back in that room or something. Now, I don't care about Democrats and Republicans, okay? Because they're all, all right? They just are. We need a theology. Well, we're not going to get that till we get to heaven. An absolute miracle. The Senate seat that came open was held 47 years by the wrong person. By the wrong person. Absolutely, totally impossible. They didn't pay any attention to the race until a few days to absolutely, kind of, possibly, could be absolutely impossible. Impossible, absolutely impossible. 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 And it happened. I mean, it, it happened. And people are texting, a miracle happened. A miracle happened. A miracle happened. Now, I don't care how, what your political views, I don't, I don't care. I don't care. All I care is I'm going, God, man, you, you're not done with us yet. You give us a, a ray of hope, God. You, you give us a ray of hope. I mean, cause I'm looking at it. It's impossible. This country is crazy. They're crazy. It's insane. 38 years abortion. You ought to kill us. We should be killed. We ought to be wiped out, God. We shouldn't even have. And all of a sudden something happens out of nowhere. The odds were totally money, everything, power, everything. And God said, no problem. Absolutely no problem. Now, it could all be messed up, and my hope is not in the government and what they're doing. You understand? I understand, and I told God that too. I'm going, yippee, God, but I know you're the one, not that dude. He's not. I understand all that kind of stuff. I'm just trying to show you something absolutely that was impossible happened. When I hugged Bruce, I said, Bruce, do you remember all the years both our fathers deep entrenched into Catholicism? Both of them deep into it. Hard-headed German and Italian in it. And we'd walk back and forth sometimes weeping, thinking it's going to be impossible for them to be saved. My dad died of two years in April. He's been in glory for two years. Told me, I can't wait. His father also accepted the Lord. I'm not sure how many years ago, but a transformation to absolutely impossible. Looking at him saying, this is no way tradition, history, plus he's my dad. And they're in glory. Impossible situations. Your God relishes those. And you understand, I think God is into those things if somebody would just touch Him. Somebody. You understand, everybody touched Him. Maybe they wanted lunch, or they wanted another fish, or could we have this? This lady just, I gotta get a hold of God. I gotta get a hold of God. Quickly, Acts 3. A certain man lame from his mother's womb. How long is that? He came out messed up. 
He came out. We had 12 years, 38 years. We had one from the get-go. Messed up. Messed up from the beginning. Your life been messed up from the beginning? All you got to do is get a hold of God. Two dudes walked by and said, silver and gold have I none. Do you understand? Your answer is not in saving in gold and silver. No matter what's going on with the economy. They reached out to Almighty God and this dude next thing he's doing, he's leaping and walking and praising God. Absolutely impossible situations. And I know time, we're, we're limited on time, so I have this clip for you. It's, it's a little long, but it's awesome. Awesome. And then after that, we're going to have that closing song, Larry. It's going to be done by CD group that's up here. You can come after that song. But during that song is your moment to step out by faith as that song comes. Stand down here and say, God, here I am. Bring that impossible situation to God without any strengths. You understand what that means? And just say, God, live or die. Now or later. Now or never. Whenever. God, I'm going to worship you. I'm going to love you. And I'm going to serve you.